Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a Welcome to the Dork Forest. It's Jackie Cation. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com. You know the credits, maybe even. Mike Rickberg singing and composing the theme song to the Dork Forest. Mike Rickberg singing at the end of the Dork Forest, the Mexican hat dance. By the way, wallpaper and ringtones available on my Tumblr page. Uh, all you got to do is find that. And, or email me, Jackie at JackieCation.com, and I'll send you the link if you would like a ringtone or a wallpaper. They are free. Patrick Brady fixes the audio. That's what he does. He fixes the audio on the various shows that I do. He also does the teaser videos on YouTube, which is a slog and a clip of each show. Go to youtube.com slash the dork forest. He's doing good work. And Vilmos fixes the website. If you want Vilmos to do your website, go to the front page of JackieCation.com, scroll to the bottom, and he's got a link down there. If you go to JackieCation.com or DorkForest.com, you can do several things. You can donate to the show. If you enjoy the show, please donate. I'm looking for a 100 bucks a year from everyone. You can break it up however you want. And uh, you can just buy stuff if you like. Because there's T-shirts, there's CDs, there's my new DVD, and then there's T-shirts. Ranger of the Dork Forest T-shirts and uh, Dork Forest T-shirt designs by Brett Chambers. The Ranger T-shirt is by my nephew, Salmon. That's right. His name's Salmon. He's great. Okay. <laughs> and so you can do that. Allthingscomedy.com is our uh, the umbrella, the podcast umbrella that we're in. You can download. This will make an ex- excellent Horcrux uh, video for $5 from allthingsrecords.com slash Jackie Cation, if you like. You can follow me on Twitter, Facebook. There's a Facebook group, a Ranger group that you can ask to join, if you like. And... You can leave a message on iTunes that you like the show. What do you think of that? What else can you do? I know. How about we listen to the show? Why don't we have a program? Uh, But first, an ad for my sister, who is a socially responsible financial advisor lady and is uh, really good at her job. So listen to her ad, and then we'll get into it. A nice, dorky episode. Enjoy. At RBC Wealth Management, social responsibility starts at the top. As a part of the Royal Bank of Canada, RBC has been recognized among the world's financial, social, and environmental corporate leaders. Our sense of responsibility extends to our reputation for putting clients' interests first. My personal commitment is to help you achieve your financial goals by also considering sustainable and responsible investing strategies. To learn more, visit www.darlacashian.com. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE, FINRA, SIPC. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. Guess where I'm at? Gen Con. Gen Con. Gen Con. The greatest uh, board game convention that I've ever seen in my whole life. And uh, I'm here uh, with the gentleman who are kind of responsible for the thing, right? Peter Ackeson, right? A-D-K-I-S-O-N. That's no, very good. No that, end. That's me. Right? I there always, is an N at the very end. Right, but I always want to do Atkinson. Yeah. And yeah. it's just people Peter Atkinson. People love Atkinson. to get creative with the spelling. <laughs> of your name. <laughs> yes. So if people go to peterackison.com, uh, and then you're on Facebook. That's and, right. Um, Peter. Atkinson. Atkinson. Very good. Atkinson. That's right. And uh, Jake Tice. That's Absolutely, right. Absolutely. That's me. We met Lucy Goosey on the Twitter, I yeah. believe. That's where we met. and uh, That's where they keep me. That's that's because you're a marketing guy for Absolutely. Gen Con. And um, 
I'm here in Indianapolis doing crackers, doing stand-up comedy at the crackers. And, um, <laughs> and Peter, you own Gen Con, but I'm kind of more excited. I'm excited about Gen Con because it's 50,000 people. Yeah, me too. Yeah, are you? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, they just want to, and my husband's here, uh, pitching a board game and playing a thousand board oh, games cool. and, uh, comparing everything to games at all times. And, yep. um, so, and it's amazing. It's just a, an awesome pile of dorks like puppies out there. <laughs> it's lovely. It, yeah. Yeah. We love it. It's the best four days in gaming. The best four days in gaming, which is a slogan a friend of yours came up with. That's right. right. That's right. Yeah. John Zinzer from AEG. The day I announced it to the public, we happen to be at a trade show and he just comes up and he, all he does is just comes up, shakes my hand and says, the best four days in gaming. And you're yeah. like, uh, I'm yeah. writing that down. Yeah. Call right. my lawyers. <laughs> That's the tagline. <laughs> Success. It's, yeah. So, but it, it is, and it's been around forever. Yes. Uh, it's been around since 1967. Uh, it was started by Gary Gygax, uh, one of the, the uh, D&D the, guy. Yeah. The guy that co-designed Dungeons and Dragons with Dave Arneson. Okay. And, um, and it wasn't even called Gen Con yet, it, but it was the, the beginning of a tradition. And this was six years before he designed Dungeons and Dragons. So it started off as a wargaming convention. Oh, right. And then, uh, then we added, you know, then role playing games got added and board games and, uh, and every type of game imaginable. Right. Uh, is here giant at Gen Con. Foam dice. Yes, giant foam dice. The yeah. first year was maybe a dozen people and the second year I think was 50 and yeah. it's grown a little bit. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's definitely, but it started, I get a lot of, I'm from Wisconsin. Yep. So I get a lot of people yeah. go, you know, it started in Lake Geneva. Yeah, you know, it, it started. Did. That's right. It it's did. A, okay, well, yeah. it's not there anymore. Yeah. I'm so, so sad. Yeah. And, uh, and then it was in Milwaukee for a while, right? Yeah, and a couple other spots in between Parkside and then Mil- uh, Milwaukee. Last year, Milwaukee was 2002. And okay. then we uh, moved it here in 2003. Okay. And, and it's been here ever since. It's been here ever since, which is 11 years in Indian- Indianapolis. And I, I think it's 12, actually. Is you, that math being one of my strong suits? Uh, yeah. Let's go 12. Because yeah. it's 2014. I never know. I don't know. We don't own this podcast. You have Blair. to count I mean, 2003. Pardon me. Peter Atkinson's dorkdom is math. Yeah. And, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> it's him and his adding and subtracting. Fancy. Well played. Oh, thank you. Uh, and so... Now, but the thing is, is you, you own Wizards of the, did you start Wizards of the Coast? Yeah, I was, uh, founder along with, uh, friends, you know, we, we yeah. started Wizards of the Coast together in 1990. And, and where was uh, that, was uh, that in Seattle? Seattle, yeah. The Seattle, greater Seattle area, the, yes. Sure. Yeah. yeah. In you 1990. Know. Nobody's ever heard of Kent, so we say Seattle, yeah. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, I often play Kirkland, and no, yes. nobody's ever heard of that except for Costco, uh, attendees. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who are like, I need to go buy a giant bottle of something. Right. 72 Advil. rolls of toilet paper. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, but that started in the Seattle area. Yep, that's right. And yeah. Wizards of the Coast, Magic the Gathering. Yeah, we is did, the famous- uh, yeah, we did, uh, we, we launched Magic the Gathering in 1993. Uh, we acquired TSR, Dungeons and Dragons, and Gen Con in 97. Right. And we also did Pokemon. We were the company that brought Pokemon out of Japan. Oh, okay. In, uh, 1999. 1999. And who owns Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, that, that- uh, not us. Not so, you guys. So okay. Who cares? So who cares? Those <laughs> bastards. They don't know what the hell they're doing. And, and I should say <laughs> us. I, I, you know, I, I sold the company to Hasbro back right. in 1999. So right. I didn't want to inadvertently imply anything about my current association <laughs> with <laughs> my friends and wizards. <laughs> right. But it's, but it's interesting because it's when you think of like the, or when I think about the sort of the, the seminal games that affect every dork that I know, like they're yeah. dipped in Dungeons and Dragons and yeah. magic cards. And, yeah. um, you knew and know those people, right? Uh, yes, uh, 
Every like, one of them, actually. Every single one, like Harry yeah. Gygax, you had, you have broken bread. You have, yes, you have yes. shared a pound of salt with Gary Gygax. Yes, I'm that's here. right. I one of my most treasured photos is Gary and Dave, uh, Gary and Richard Garfield and I together. So. Oh, that that yeah. Richard Garfield it, who created created Magic the Gathering and uh, Gary Gygax who created we get our D&D. Hands on that picture. Yeah, it's like yeah. Uh, Nixon yeah. bowling. Like, yeah, it's a, yeah. A, a key moments. It is. It's the only time they ever met. It was that's at wild. The, uh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that belongs on the Gen Con website. I don't know if you. How what other treasures do you have? I'm, I'm holding out. I'm holding out for a higher price. <laughs> I like that because, and I, I said the only question I was going to ask you, Peter, was uh, was the uh, um, was was about Gen Con is the fact that when you sold it to Hasbro, the whole the whole shebang went to Hasbro, and then mm-hmm. you said that you bought Gen Con back. You're like, oh wait, wait, I, I, I didn't mean to sell you that part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, sorry. Wait, <laughs> Re- redo, redo. Control Z. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Control alt delete. Yeah. So yeah, when uh, when I was uh, running Wizards, we uh, acquired a TSR, and that that's what got uh, Gen Con in, into the Wizard of the Coast uh, umbrella. And then we sold everything. We got Magic, Dungeons and Dragons, Gen Con, uh, the Yu Gi Oh license that we had. I'm not Yu Gi Oh. There you go. You got you did that to me. <laughs> exactly. Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> Pikachu. Yeah. Love yes. you. Uh, <laughs> we sold <laughs> we sold all that <laughs> to uh, to Hasbro. And then uh, when I left, you know, I. I told them uh, I was I, I was pretty sure that Hasbro would eventually want to divest some of the businesses that were off strategy for them. So I said, if that ever happens, let me know. And they gave me a call a year later, and um, and they had several, and I chose Gen Con. Said, ah, and the other three, no, I don't care about. But Gen Con, that's great. So it's I, I like to say it's the show I love so much. I bought it twice. Exactly. That, <laughs> seriously, because you bought it the first time, and you're like, I want to play. Is it? It's like it's like adding a game room to your life to some extent because I mean, do you game much? I mean, oh yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. What, I, what are your current uh, What are your current favorites? I mean, uh, well, let's see. Um, I've recently become very obsessed with uh, Agricola or Agricola. I don't. I'm yeah. obsessed with it, but I have no idea how to say it. It's German. Um, I had to buy uh, him off of his cell phone to come do this podcast. Yeah, he was making moves between yeah. games that he's playing here. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, that's right. And you're playing via cell phone, like some sort of chess game. You're just texting. Oh, I'm not good enough to go out and play in public yet. I'm only playing with the AI. <laughs> 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 this is what you do as a gamer. You know, you bone up on the AI first before you ever play it in public. You got to build okay. up your cred. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Fair. You gotta hold your spot at the table, man. Exactly. Because <laughs> uh, my current favorite, and Rangers of the Dork Forest know this, my current favorite, uh, board games are Pandemic. Oh, that's and, great. And Thunderstone Advance. Yeah. And, um, and I, I, I really like Small World. Yeah. And I like yeah. Risk Legacy. And then I'll stop talking. But, uh, yeah. but there's like little ones too that I like, like, Guillotine and yeah, absolutely. Guillotine's a great, a great game. That's yeah, an old uh, Love Letter. If you played that, that's I a Love played. Letter by AEG. That's like a, a big in terms of a smaller. Yeah, it's a know, card it's game. A, it's absolutely. a small card game, really yeah. easy, fast to play. It, uh, I will be writing that down. It's amazing. Oh. As a marketing yeah. guy, I have to say, all available at GenCon. Gen that's GenCon.com. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's the dealer room is available. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, uh, one of the uh, one of Andy's friends because. Andy and all of his, they're all game designers, right? Yeah. So, um, and he had never been to Gen Con before last year. And I swear to God, when he called me from it, he was almost crying. He was so happy. He's that's like, great. there's like 50, th- and they all just want to play games. Oh, yeah, that's because they just run out of the new Skull and Shackles, uh, Pathfinder Adventure Card Game expansion. Oh, right. Yeah, that's probably why he was crying. <laughs> no, he was, he was crying just like, is there, please let me, I'll just take it to ride. Let's just go play and sure. it'll be fun. And, uh, and he 
he, the best four, I mean, he had four days of, and nice. when, when I said we were coming this year, he said, and then we'll leave Monday. And I said, yeah, but my shows are done on Saturday. We could leave on Sunday. And he was like, uh-huh. The, the con goes till <laughs> at least three at least on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, and that day you could just come and play all day. And yeah. I was like, yes, I enjoy gaming. Not yeah. as much as, I don't know that, I, I don't the, know anyone. Who your likes. son is very wise. My husband? Husband. Yeah. Yeah. No. Your uh, husband. Oh, oh, no worries. No worries. He is a bit of a boy toy. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, let's wink at each other and say things. Uh, <laughs> no, he's yeah, he's uh, yeah. No, he's a wise man in many ways, and everything is a game. Like every like we were talking about uh, politics today, and he, he was talking about we were the cops uh, have all this military equipment now, I guess. Sure. And he goes, yeah, you know, in video games, you give somebody a power, they're gonna use it. You give somebody an MRAP, they're going to want to drive around in it. And uh, why yep. wouldn't you give, yep. you know, if you, if you give them a... Got all these drones collecting dust. That's exactly. right. Let's put one of these birds in the air. <laughs> exactly. Anything. I don't care. We'll make them deliver Amazon. Yeah. And uh, so that's, you give somebody a toy, they're going to want to play with it. So, um, but it's, yeah, so everything is game related in, in his world. And um, so Love Letters is a, is a card game. Is it pretty yeah. quick too? It's it, very fast. Oh, yeah, very like fast. 20, yeah. 30 minutes? Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And, oh, uh, less than that even. Oh, yeah. oh, cool. All yeah, right. Because yeah. I do. Oh, wait, that's a round and you play several rounds. Yeah, I think it's probably about 20, 30 minutes to play a full game. Okay. All right. Yep. Yeah, because the gateway drug that he got me, because I never played board games as a child because I'm the youngest of six and there were all these sibling <laughs> problems. And um, and so when I started playing with him, because he has like 40 close friends that he games with regularly in Los Angeles. And... Um, and he said that they weeded out over the last 25 years everybody who's too competitive or kind of yeah. jackassy. Uh-huh. He said there are still people that are min-maxing yeah. their characters and are muscle-bound. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. he's got his buddy Phil is always some sort of. Wait, I thought you said he was a gamer. Uh, yes, but he's <laughs> he's, a, he's a benevolent. He's a gamer who likes to weed out the really stiff competition. Okay, uh, yeah. I, I can respect he that. Just, he just doesn't like it when it gets too intense. He's like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hear. Yeah, you. I agree yeah. with you. He's yeah. like, I, I want to play. What you mean. It's yeah. like, you want to win, but you don't want it to. Uh, he doesn't want to lose friends over the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'd rather cops yeah. come into play. And, exactly. Yeah. There's yeah. no yeah. hitting in grown-up. Yeah. Just don't let him buy diplomacy <laughs> if he doesn't. Oh have my it gosh. Right. Yeah. That's... We have several <laughs> giant games that I can't play because I get like a stress headache. Axis <laughs> yeah. and allies. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh yeah, but diplomacy. Do you have that one? Uh, I think Actually, we have, I'm, but I've never... I, I'm just going to recommend it. Yeah, go ahead and play it and see what happens. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's going to be like a little petri dish. He, he's got a couple of games that the names are pretty. Uh, he's got a game called Illuminati that oh, I've yeah. never played. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Steve Jackson games. Oh, is it a Steve Jackson one? Okay. Yeah. 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 I went to college with John Kovalik, the artist oh, guy. Oh, oh, what a guy! He just did a great new game called ROFL. Yeah, and Rolling it's a on the floor it, laughing. Yep, it's a party okay. game. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a great game. I, I'm sure it's for sale here too. I'm, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, that's Gen Con. Of it. No. <laughs> Gen Con, open now. <laughs> Available at all times every yeah. year. And do you yeah. usually have it at this time of year? Yes, uh, the the show dates for the next twenty years are actually or the through twenty, 20 years. <laughs> through twenty twenty. It's day two at Gen Con. I'm getting a little punchy. <laughs> 
<laughs> until 2020. So Through for the 2020, next the show six dates years. are posted. In, in yeah. 2015, uh, we're back on July 30th in Indianapolis. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so somewhere between July and August, that's when they typically because this this week our is sweet spot also- is, is early August when we can get it, you know, okay. or the very in, to be end of July because uh, in this area kids go back to school uh, around mid August. So ideally for us is to have the show before then, but oh. we don't we don't get total choice in exactly which right. day because oh, convention <laughs> yeah yeah convention center there are, yeah conventions uh, there's a lot of and other this stuff is going state on. fair week too yeah so you're just like what's happening yeah and so try to find yeah. a, a, a I thought it got canceled. No, it's, it's running. They're, they're, they're great in years of corn. No, there's a golden opportunity to buy some French toast on a stick somewhere yeah. in this city. It's some all, deep fried product. It's all working out. It's now, uh, Jake, mm-hmm. Tice. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Well played me. It's Jake. Twice, twice, is, twice is nice. Twice yeah. is nice. And, but it's T, it's T-E-I-S or something, right? No, T-H-E-I-S. T-H-E-I-S. What it's, is the ancestry, if I might? Uh, scrabble around it's your kind brain of wild, box. actually. I'm, it- I'm glad that you asked. Uh, my dad's parents, uh, came over from Luxembourg. So I'm Luxembourgish at that time, but I don't think it was even a country when they I, came over. Yeah, I still that, not. I think people yeah. call that German. It's a Dutch. Uh, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> they, they tell me it means monk. Okay. So, and a better question is, how are monks having kids and passing their name? <laughs> right. I, those are some risque monks. So whenever people ask about my last name, it just turns into quagmire. Right. Well, Cation is supposedly means son of a priest. And you're like, wow, I don't think he was supposed to do that. Yeah. And, uh, but okay. All right. You knock yourself out. And, uh, <laughs> so. It's a cold winter. Right. So Luxembourg-y. Uh, yeah. you're, you're a Luxembourg on both sides? You pretty no, much? Oh, okay. Uh, and a, another great story. Uh, Let's hear about it. About the, the American <laughs> tradition. Uh, my, my mother's family came over from Ireland and, uh, they were canal diggers. They, okay. they dug the I&M canal until they had enough money to buy farmland. Right. Sure. So. It, the, an immigrant, a triumph of an immigrant story. And now the work I do is similar. And You're I was like, <laughs> You're digging a trench? <laughs> I'm making eye contact with Peter, which probably doesn't come across <laughs> yeah. in audio. No, audio-wise. And I was raised on an Indian reservation. Oh, really? Which one? Well, kind of. I have to kind of stretch it, but um, no, Nesquik's oh. Indian reservation in uh, Idaho. Oh, in Idaho. Yeah. All right. I, technically, I never lived there, but that's where I was raised. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you Native American? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I, I have some. I have some, but not, you know, just like everybody else. Right, right. Just a, a little, little bit, bit of, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, great, 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 great grandmother came out as a, you know, Cherokee in a covered wagon, you know. Okay. 14 year old husband, that sort of thing. But oh. yeah. Uh, you guys. <laughs> was this like 1960 or? So your family's been here. You, you were, uh, you, you, you initially. You guys got here early. Yeah, yeah, I'm my saying. family did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh, mainly uh, German settlers that uh, oh, okay. set, settled in um, Idaho. Early 1800s or yeah, something like that. Exactly. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right then. It might be late 1800s, but Le- yeah, you know, family documentation's a little sparse. A little light. Yeah. yeah. We uh, my my probably family, didn't know how to write. All grand, running all from grand, the law. Just to, running from <laughs> Mormons. Did you end no. up? Uh, did you end up uh, converting to? Uh, there's an opportunity right now. Hi, let me put this. Yeah. Down. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was raised in a different cult. In a, oh, fair enough. Well, we all have our own. We all have our own cross to bear. Yes. Hey, I'm here all week. I'm You're here. closer now. Exactly. It's, uh, <laughs> <in a> different cult. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> and now, uh, so what, uh, yeah, so you said that you could swear in French Canadian. Because yeah. I, I, I ask people what their dorkdoms are. And actually, that's one of those things where uh, my wife and I will TiVo and watch Jeopardy, and you have to come out with an amusing 15-second sound bite. So we're always trying to, to talk with each other and say, you know, what would you say in that 15 seconds on Jeopardy okay. to, to grab Alex's attention? Oh. So uh, I can swear in French-Canadian, I think, is my current front runner. Oh, the front uh, runner of, of, of different things. Of amusing keep, anecdotes. What's for his face to keep uh, Alex Trebek's attention for 15 seconds? Yeah, exactly. Uh, what would you say in French-Canadian? And why is it French-Canadian and not just French? So actually... Uh, Let's see, where to start? Uh, <laughs> we need the shortest version possible. This is a podcast. Oh, <laughs> Hello and welcome. Boom! I won't steal your thunder. The, uh, uh, Not possible on the Dork Forest. Everyone has their own thunder. Time's up. <laughs> uh, as someone uh, that's been marketing in the game industry, uh, it's variable on kind of where gaming is at any particular moment. Right now, it, it's at, I think, the, the peak uh, of It's a, it's a golden gaming. age. It's yeah, golden it age of gaming. Yeah, yeah it really Platinum is. Age? I don't know what's it. Uh, yeah, mithril. Age? Mithril. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, but at, at different times, it, mm-hmm. it has not been it is, uh bold and bright as it is these days. Um, so in game marketing and game design and development, you kind of have to follow the gold rushes around uh, and you know work uh, different companies, get your foot in the door, grind. And uh, I'm sure any aspiring game designers that are listening to this absolutely know that, you know, they're knocking on doors all around the, the globe to get their games done. Uh, an opportunity presented itself a few years back for me to move to Quebec City in Canada and uh, follow the, the big kind of video game explosion that was happening there. So before my wife and I moved, we decided we would be awesome Americans. Like, we were going to be, like, the... <laughs> The missionaries that were like, okay, we're going to learn your language and culture. We're not going to show up in cowboy hats and start pushing people around. Right, right, making sure everybody speaks English to us. So you get the Rosetta Stone and you try to bone up and you're like, (laughs) okay, I got about 60 days. We're going to arrive and people are going to love us and like they're going to love America because of us. You know, the Mormons invented the Rosetta Stone. I'm back to the Mormons. <laughs> I was never Mormon. Anyway, go. Is there yes. hidden sponsorship for the podcast? <laughs> yeah, the Dork Forest, sponsored this month by the Mormon Church, the, the Mormon. Church of Latter-day Saints. Anyway, continue. So uh, I, I made a, a valiant effort to learn French uh, before I arrived. And then uh, I, I show up, and uh, there are a lot of like cultural guidelines to learning French, too. Uh, it, as important as the language is not stepping on these kind of, like, uh, hot wire, different things. So, like, you know, you say bonjour if you're greeting someone, and that means good day, good evening, how are you? Everything kind of rolled into one bundle. They say never say bon matin, which is good morning. Okay. Uh, because you would never say good morning in Paris. That's a ridiculous thing to to, to tell someone. People don't like morning? Uh, yeah. Okay. So all of these things are drilled in my head through, okay. through these learning software, and I arrive, and on my first day in the office... The lady greets me at the desk, oh, bon matin. And then the next person that greets me, bon matin, throughout the day. So then I, I banged my head into my desk about as hard as I could because everything that I had learned and the hours that I had put into studying it right. were fairly useless when I, when I moved there. And their, their, their language and their culture and their French was dramatically different. Oh, and sure, from the Rosetta Stone? Yes. is also dramatically different. So we got there. Uh, <laughs> nice work, nice work. <laughs> Parisian French swearing follows American pretty closely. You know, it's scatological or 
questioning people's occupation as being a, a lady of the night or different things like that. Oh, interesting. I enjoy different. these. Uh, I, discussing swearing with you, Jake, is hilarious to me because you're like, let's not actually swear. Let's talk about the swears that do exist in scatological. Anyway, go I, for it. I'll drop some French-Canadian swears. Oh, you blow it. You blow or, it or out. even in Parisian, you say merde, and that's yeah, like yeah. A, you, people know that one. And uh, But in French-Canadian, they're all religious swearing. Oh. Uh, because they, they developed 16th century French and carried it forward. And like at that time, you know, being sacrilegious was the gnarliest thing you could be. So like you would say, uh, tabernacle. Literally the tabernacle translated in French is like, uh, their C word. Like that's like dropping. Serious. That's like a. Okay. If you, if you now I'm, now I'm in. I'm totally on board, Jake. What is happening? The word tabernacle means yeah. essentially the C word in. That's, it, it's, uh, that's high powered swearing. And okay. That's, you know, where. The tabernacle, the tabernacle choir. What the heck yeah. is the tabernacle? Well, then now we understand why Mormonism never really took off up there. <laughs> In Canada. <laughs> so, but it's... <laughs> so, or, but any, any sort of uh, taking a religious object name... Sacre bleu or something uh, or like... That one, is, that one is a little tamer. Like okay. You could say uh, baptême, which is a baptism. Okay. And like if you were to say that, like someone what would drop their, their bag at a grocery But how do you store. use it in this sentence? Oh, oh like, instead uh, of saying shit, exactly, you're like yeah. baton. Yeah. You're like, oh. I don't know. We could say like shit or fuck. No, oh, yeah, no, yeah. No, you could totally say fuck. And this is, nobody cares. Uh, I have it listed on, on, uh, on iTunes as clean, but do you know why? Because everyone knows what swear words are. They're fine. <laughs> Even 12 year olds are like, no, no, I can swear harder than that. So nobody on the dork forest is ever, <laughs> it's never anything. There's an yeah. occasional F word. <laughs> Who gives a damn? So then the, the funniest thing is, you know, if you're going to say gosh darn, the equivalent okay. in French, they watered down their religious swearing uh, in French Canadian, I should say. So they would say tabernouche, which is tabernouche. like their, their darn. Oh, oh so okay. So the hard C or something, tabernacle, yeah. is the hard is is the hard C, and they're like, yeah, that'll show you. But tabernouche yeah. is just eh. Well, you can say that on TV. You're a jackass. People would yeah. just be like, oh golly. Like, <laughs> yeah. So it was wild. So I, I grew up uh, through going through Catholic school, and sure. then I was like, I know all sorts of religious words. And so I would, you know, talk to a coworker. I'm like, is this a swear? Is this a swear? <laughs> Until, until uh, I think they were all sick of me, and they're like, "Yes, it's the worst one. Please stop." What about holy water? Yeah. <laughs> I totally crucifix. Love you. You're just going through the catechism of the Catholic exactly. Church, going, "What about this one? You guys have nuns?" Yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. And John, like, Paul, and Mary. Yeah, people. The blood was coming out of their eyes at a certain point. They're like, "Please, no more." Uh, I enjoy that a great deal. You know who's been on the Dork Forest was Ken Jennings. Oh wow! From from Jeopardy. Yeah, and uh, and he mm. was he had to come right. up with seventy interesting things to say. <laughs> was he on seventy times? I think so. Well 70, played. 72. Well, pulling that out of the circle the, gets the square. Different game. <laughs> different game. That's it. Remember the dragon one where there was the tic tac toe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was it, and then you get the dragon. Joker's wild. Sure. Right. Uh, <laughs> we, yes, no. we have gone down a dork forest uh, wormhole, Damn and it's, it's just yeah. fine. What? Yeah. So, do, do you, do you, Peter, what you're doing is you're playing Agricola on. Are you playing an app? Are you playing? Uh, the, yeah, yeah, an, yeah. Until it's, you it's get it down, and yeah, then you're gonna, yeah, then you're willing to bring yeah. it into 3D. Yeah, I mean that's not the only thing I play. Oh sure. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why would it be? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I play a lot of role playing games uh, on like MM. Uh, 
No. Okay. Not those kind. Oh, tabletop. No, tabletop. Yeah, with real people with in person. Looking at deeply. At a county table. Yeah. <laughs> Across a table. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, with funny accents. And- <laughs> uh, you know, Andy makes uh, video games for a living, but about a month and a half ago, he goes, you know, I don't know if I want to make video games anymore. I think I want to make board games. And then we sat there for a moment, and he goes, yes. The lucrative world of board yes, games. Exactly. I was going to say, how do I break this to them gently? <laughs> right. Uh, was, 30 or 40 people that make yeah. the Exactly. Yeah. I was like, well, I'll tell you. Yeah, I do stand up. You can do whatever you want for a living. Yeah. But, um, and he was like, no, no I'm going to keep my job. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, that's fine. Just make whatever games you want. But so, uh, but he's yeah. the one who introduced, like, I am in a D&D game that he, right. he was like, you're going to be playing. So oh, yeah. You're going to enjoy this. And Your I gamer said, cred just went up another two points well i am about a, your character i'm a 15th level <laughs> shadow dancer rogue wow in Eberron. that's I am pretty good my first car was a shadow dancer rogue <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Eberron, but it's like a no yeah yeah oh, yeah keith baker yeah and then oh right do you know keith baker yeah. Of course you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, allow me to say a name it, you don't know. There isn't one. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's we a, do another Mormon callback. I don't know. <laughs> John Smith. John. Yes. Oh, I remember yeah. that guy. Adam Smith. Different kind of Mormonism. The kind yeah. that sells stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, but I also play champions or hero mm-hmm. yep. system. Sure. And yep. I hated that. Uh, I didn't <laughs> yeah. like that at all. That was fiddly as all hell. And, uh, I was like, how many, I mean, I like the fact that you got to roll like 36 dice. I'm oh, on yeah. board. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But I just, uh, I was like, you got to tell me what I'm doing. Just as I'm, I'm willing to have my character. I'm willing to move my yeah. dude. Yeah. It's pretty and, crunchy. Yeah. It's super, super yeah. mathy. Yeah. I actually kind of like. Crunchy. Oh, do you like the, it? The, the, the harder, crunchier. It says, I play a lot of Burning Wheel. That's, that's my, like uh, my favorite. Though. You like story. Yeah, I love like story college. games. It would, yeah, yeah, especially role playing games. Uh, I haven't found the right LARP yet, but, uh, I'm still looking. I haven't there's given up. Oh, yeah. yeah you like story time. games. Yeah, I love story games. You know story games? Yeah. What yeah. story games? Like Fiasco is probably the most famous one. Yeah. But, uh, it's a subcategory of role playing games where the focus is all the way over on the scale toward, um, uh, light mechanics, but heavy on, Role playing. Oh, heavy on role playing. Story and but before going into LARPing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the opposite. Well, it's I guess. Well, there's some similarities to LARPing, and then it's pretty free form and pretty light on rules. But LARPing, you would typically expect to stand up and walk around and and interact and yeah, more like a costume party with game mechanics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's good. And then whereas fiasco, you're sitting around a table. It, you know, if somebody walked by casually, they might think you're playing a, you know, might not realize that what you're playing is pretty different than a traditional Dungeons and Dragons. And style. Fiasco is kind of the most famous of those? Yeah, or? that's the, probably, you know, sort of the breakout game. It's often you described will. as kind of role-playing a Coen Brothers movie. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah. Th- things yeah. break and things go wrong and yeah, okay. you're playing kind of, yeah, okay. small-minded criminals with big ambitions and poor impulse control. <laughs> oh my god, my dad! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Hey dad, I didn't mean it. Yeah. Anyway, so uh <laughs> But uh he, he doesn't listen. He doesn't have the internet. Yeah. Uh so it's all good. He's uh, <laughs> uh but uh okay, so what are and so you like those, but you also like the fiddly kind of tabletop where Yeah, I like uh yeah, yeah, I like I like some nice crunchy role playing system. It depends, you know, uh a story game is ideal if you're just gonna play once with a group. Like yeah. you know, like a, a one off. You know? Okay. And um uh but uh, you know if you want a long term campaign style, yeah, uh then you like a lot more depth and mechanics so that you know you have more dials to turn. I'm gonna coin a term. Yep. You're a gaming omnivore. 
omnivore, gaming oh, omnivore. You yeah. might be a yeah. multifaceted yeah. diamond of dorkdom. You're yeah. definitely what I like to refer to as a, a dork luminary. There we that's go. A, <laughs> that's what I, I had Ernie Klein on in Austin, and he's the Austin, Texas dork. A luminork. A luminork? Luminork. 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 Quick, Jake, trademark that. Call Tra- lawyers. Tra- quick. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, um, I think that it's, it's, it's so important to be able to play different games though. I mean, and especially yeah. in your. Yeah, I've seen so many times where, you know, I'll see a gamer, uh, who is being asked by perhaps a non-gamer or gamer yeah. light for game recommendations. And the gamer is so attached to what his or her favorite is that, yeah. that uh, the gamer's not thinking about what's realistic for the situation. Right, like, and if you're you looking know, at someone new. Yeah, you know, it's sort of like, okay, this person, you know, is, you know, the person is obviously just barely curious about gaming and you're going to teach her how to play champions? No. Yeah, no, yeah. you know, let, let's, let's start with some, something. Know, yeah, yeah the, in, the intro game, I think the, uh, my, the, Andy as the native Sherpa into this thing was apples to apples. <laughs> yeah. And because it's great for stand-up, and I brought it to stand-up comics that I know because comics, everybody we need gets two minutes, right? I mean, yeah, everybody yeah. gets to be green, yeah, and so everybody yeah. gets to be hilarious for a minute or two. Yeah. And it's perfect for That's stand-up like 10 comics. Jeopardies. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you get 15 seconds yeah. of, of hilarity. <laughs> and then, and then from there, I think we went into, you know, more fiddly, you know, more board gamey kind of stuff. And then settlers yeah. and citadels yeah. and, yeah, that kind of and guillotine I really liked just yeah. because it it it's small. Yeah, yep, yeah, we published. Yeah, was yeah we published that while, while I was uh, still oh. at Wizards back. Oh, that's I think cool. we're wrong about nineteen ninety five. You was nineteen ninety four. Yeah, yeah. I was at least ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> we had a hard winter. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> I learned how to play Magic the Gathering because the guy yeah. who booked the um, play for money. No, I uh, uh, the, well almost because yeah. the guy who booked the comedy club in Minneapolis uh, was a Magic the Gathering guy, nice. and he was like, you know, when you want to work the club, you want to do the thing that the guy who books the comedy club. Yeah, like if he was a sense. drinker, I'd be like, oh, let's go out drinking. Right. And uh, but he was a guy who wanted to play Magic. magic. <laughs> nice <laughs> giant nerd. I think he worked for Wizards he, of the Coast for a little he while. He probably knows my dad. <laughs> Name drop him, and Wizards will set him up. Uh, Gary uh, Greg Langer. I don't right. know if you know Greg, Greg Langer. Greg Langer. No. Nope. Uh-uh. All right. Well, it's fine. No. It's a, he's a perfectly nice man. All right, Wizards. He's in Minnesota. Send him stuff. Send yep. him stuff, Wizards. And yep. uh, and I do a joke right now. I do a a joke about. Uh, um, he has the same initials as the CEO. GL. What's That's the, right. What's the Greg, Le- Greg Leeds. Greg Leeds, hi. Love you. Hello, Greg Leeds. <laughs> and Greg Leeds on Twitter. Yes, yeah, send us <laughs> stuff too. I'd really, really love to get a copy of that fifth edition D&D. My, my shadow dancers are breaking down, man. I could use Sakaar. <laughs> what do you like? No. Oh, yeah, we are, um, we've been playing that, that Eberron game for so long that we are literally... The last four games have just been one giant battle where we finish. Oh, yeah. We, we, we've done that. Yeah, where you yeah. finish fighting and then you're down 30 hit points and you're like, okay, well, let's regroup. And then all of a sudden the artificer rises out of the canyon. He's like, no, no, we're actually going to try to kill you this time. Not and because Andy's, have you, yeah. have you DM'd? Have you guys dungeon mastered or game mastered or whatever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot. Yeah. A, a lot. ton. A ton. How many hours is it more fun than, than playing sometimes? Or is yeah. it a different? I've never DM'd. I've never game mastered anything. 
Um, it, it's a different type of fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't enjoy it as much as I used to. Okay. Like, yeah, I, I DM'd so much back in high school, college, early adult years. Yeah, I started playing, <laughs> playing 1978. Yeah, yeah. From 1978, I would say until, well, about the time we started Wizard of the Coast, 1990, in the early 90s, it kind of, okay. you know, and then I got back into it, turn of the century, uh, and, um, but, um, I'm just too lazy now. I want. It's a lot of work. Really <laughs> I realize what I'm doing is putting in, you know, all these hours of preparation time, you know, and then these fuckers can't even keep their <laughs> their character sheet in line. <laughs> like I asked you guys like, to level up. Yeah. Why won't you yeah, pick your? Come on. <laughs> Can yeah. you? Someone, what are you? You promised to document what happened in the adventure. Where are your session notes? <laughs> Where are your notes? Oh my God, Andy's got folders and folders and folders. Yeah. All right, Jim's yeah. dropping his accent for his character. This uh, yeah. <laughs> Not the world that I envisioned. <laughs> well, the weird thing is, is like I've, I've played in, in, and I've only done like four or five different campaigny kind of games, right? Between oh. uh, Champions and 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 Eberron, and now I, I'm in a Pathfinder game. And what yeah. what cracks me up about the guy who runs the Pathfinder game? I was getting so mad at the Pathfinder game because he keeps killing us. He really wants, to, and it took me until I was just watching because I'm yeah. I'm in this Pathfinder game, and Eric is the game master, and yeah. he's he's. He's, he knows how many hit points you have, but he also yeah. knows how many hero points you have. Mm-hmm. And so he, he's like, oh, uh, it, it hits you for 47 points. And I saw him do it to this kid who plays with us, one of the, one of our friends, 12 year old. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I'm dead. Well, I'm dead now. And he almost is crying and wow. he's almost <laughs> super sad. And Eric goes, yeah, yeah, you're dead. Yeah, you are. And yeah. I'm, and I'm watching. And That's I, in the car. That's and, old school right well, there. And I've been Bernard. I've been the kid going, mm. well, no, I'm dead. And, uh, <laughs> cause I've never, I never played. And so then Eric lets it sit there for like three beats and he goes, how many hero points do you have? And Bernard goes, four. And he said, for two hero points, you can stop blading out. And so he knows, he's essentially like a, it's a one, two kind of, nah, right. I'm not going to kill you. Yeah. And, uh, but he, yeah, pulling him oh. back from the brink. And it's, I was like, oh, cause it, it's like a different personality being the puppet master and yeah. you don't know what, I, like whenever you get to yeah. know somebody a lot better when they're the game master than you ever thought. Like what weird. I think there's another thing that happened, like in my experience with, um, sort of old school style game, like, like D&D. Let, let's, let's just be honest. Um, <laughs> is, why is, lie? Why lie today? Yeah. L- traditional class based systems. <laughs> <laughs> where you, you, where uh, it, there is a little bit of this um, uh, bluffing type of uh, illusionary sort of thing, because as a GM, you you want to push them right to the brink, and you want to give them that fear that they're going to die. But you don't want them to die, really. I mean, right. maybe you know, when you're playing first, second, third level characters, nobody cares. But right. you know, if if you know, I, I remember the first time I killed off a, a tenth level PC. Yeah. You know, the guy quit playing. Oh. You know, I mean, oh. and he never came back to the table. Yeah, you know? yeah. Cause and was... like, I'm like, well, that, okay, yeah, that moment wasn't fun. <laughs> right. Actually, for him, clearly. Clearly. But in a larger scope, the idea is that once in a while, a character dies, you have yeah. a fear. I mean, that's why, you know, Game of Thrones kills off protagonists, so the audience never gets too comfortable. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, and, it, it, and so I understand that. But I, 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 I kind of got tired of having to... Because the only way you can push right to the edge is well, if you're a you know the yeah. type of person like your friend who can actually memorize exactly, and then you're but but right. he's fudging the numbers too, right? Yeah, I mean, he's I think, putting I out think the he's... you know or, or something. I mean, <laughs> I like takes, the I mean, you, what I'm saying is you can't you can't GM D and D. 
totally straight up. Every die roll falls as it does. Yeah. And um, over the long term and create that sense of, of, of fear. Either right. you, if you're pushing it that close and the players are, are constantly really worried about their characters surviving, yeah. then you're you're probably fudging at some point. Or you're going to kill them. Right, right. And right? so you just you either have to. I mean, you have to sort of sacrifice something either for fun, yeah. or you have to fudge yeah. something for fun. Yeah. That's so why, that's why story gaming, I think, is so yeah. popular in that you get a roller coaster ride experience. You're not on the endless roller coaster that yeah uh, may plummet a character. Well, and you know, if it's a one shot, you don't care if you die because yeah. The, yeah. you know it, it was you were only going to do it <laughs> once anyway, right? You know, the, right. the character already had that one session life. That was that was yeah, yeah that you were going to die in that thing anyway. Anyway, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, so I, I kind of got you know that 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 was probably became my big, biggest dis- dissatisfaction with with D and D is that sort of uh, allusion to it and. That led me to, you know, more towards games that solved that problem mechanically. Right. It's, you know, it's interesting watching all of the different game, the, the DMs and, and, and all of, all of the game designers that I keep meeting. Everybody has, like, Andy's got a buddy that they all want the game mechanics to work, right? That's the first rule of, of designing a game, I guess. Make sure it doesn't, don't break it. I mean, make it, make sure that the arc is there. And then the next thing is, What's either somebody wants it to be story or they want it to be, um, like what dude do you get to play or? Yeah. And you know, yeah. Hack and slash or you're know, leveling up, you know, collecting treasure and killing monsters. It was, yeah. It's, it was kind of, uh, interesting reveal. I think myself and a lot of other people, gamers I know were often, you know, say, man, we just like role playing, but we wish it was, there was, you know, role playing games that were more about really creating a story, and and and, all, and and you say this, and then these games come, actually come along, there must and, be and, a now, better way. and and now and now you have a game like Fiasco, and there's a whole horde of others that deserve recognition. Um, and you play that game, and and some people are like, oh, that's awesome. Some people are going. You know, actually, I kind of liked leveling up. Sure. <laughs> it was fun. To, it was fun rolling all those dice and killing those monsters and collecting treasure. And then it kind of makes yeah. you question: What is a role-playing game? Right. Or, and what what did you think the role-playing? Right. What, How do you, you define know, that? Or yeah, you kind of have to revisit that in your head as to um, what it is about a role-playing game that that you like. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, cuz I I it's it's especially like the larps that I've seen. Like we um I haven't seen a, a Andy and his buddies larp, right? And so they have done the coolest one I ever saw that he did was a Sandman larp and it was the third one that he had done mm-hmm. and it was the based on the wake. But it was 45 people in a theater wow. in mm-hmm. Los Angeles and uh there were how many endless are there nine? And uh so everybody had to write there, uh, the, there were nine people that were assigned to write one act plays, like small, mm. short mm-hmm. plays, um, about how each of the endless died because it was who, they didn't know who was gonna die. It wasn't necessarily gonna be de- dream. Right. And, um, and it was the first LARP that I had ever sort of, ever even heard of. And I was like, yep. and Andy was like, do you want to be in the LARP? And I said, I'll do craft services. And, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll do anything, but I don't know what that is. And, um, and so I played it extra. Like I would go deliver, you know, different yeah. things to Odin. And, but like the, the, there was the LARPing, which was the sort of a costume party with food and drink and, and good times and people having conversations and partying. And then these one act plays would happen throughout the day and night because it yeah. was a 12 hour yeah. event. Yeah. And, um, and each of the plays were fascinating. My favorite right. one, I think, was when, uh, 
Desire died. Uh-huh. And Desire, I only remember this because my uh, Desire was killed by apathy. Uh, and, uh, and whoever wrote that made me laugh. That's interesting. Yeah, because it would be the only thing that would kill desire. And I don't even remember how how they ended. Like I don't even remember who. I think I don't know who died. I, I don't remember in the game who. What percentage hmm. of people at this LARP were wearing black clothes? Uh, I would say a fair number. A yeah. fair number of. When I, think, when I think about like a Neil Gaiman Sandman art, yeah, uh, LARP, uh, yeah. I'm yeah. envisioning like 97%. Right. The only other LARP that I've been in on, on a regular basis is Andy had an ongoing Deadwood LARP based oh, on the TV oh, show. Oh, yeah, sure. And, Talk and about swearing. There was, <laughs> That's beautiful. The craziest swearing because his yeah. buddy, Richard Becker, totally usually picks some dirtbag to be, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, so he, him and his, him and, him and the other guy are running a saloon in, in our, our barbecue pit. And they're using the N word, and in, I'm like, "Hey, we have we inside have na- the pit, uh, inside, outside in our yard." And I was like, "Hey, we have neighbors. Uh, you want to do your acting? Uh, if you could do your LARP, <laughs> you could do your role playing <laughs> in the garage, uh, where you can live action." And I was like, "I get what you're doing. I mean, he's very, he's trying yeah. to be in character, and he's being realistic, and it was fine. You know, the guest bedroom was the whorehouse. Are, Good times were happening. Are, are your neighbors used to this by now, really? I, our neighbors are used to a bunch of nerds showing up for sure. There's yeah. like, oh, they're having a dork party. Well done. Well played. They've turned their garage into the saloon again. <laughs> we have, exactly. We have a big, kind of a, we have a small house, but a very big backyard. We're not playing Deadwood over there again, are you? I need to take the kids away. <laughs> Hopefully you're playing Deadwood because I'm hearing a lot of nonsense. And you're, because that's what I like to like refer to. <laughs> I like to refer to racism as nonsense. Anyway, <laughs> the worst. <laughs> um, so now, Peter, you've been doing now since you sold everything back, and now you kept Gen Con, and but you've been getting into film. You told me, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's uh, your new thing. In twenty, uh, age fifty, I decided, yeah, I'll try something totally different. Uh, so I went to film school uh, in twenty twelve, yeah, and then um, then last year I made my first film, and it's premiering here at Gen Con. It's called The Devil Walks in Salem. The Devil watches. Walks. The Blocks. Devil walks in Salem. Ooh, my. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, let me enunciate. Uh-huh. Yes, and uh, the geek factor on this is that the screenplay was an adaptation of a of a story created in a game of fiasco that we talked about earlier. Oh. So. Uh, uh, while I was in film school, I wanted something to kind of film on the side, you know, something, you know, a yeah. practical uh, way to practice what I was learning. And so I just started filming role-playing sessions. And I filmed about 30 role-playing sessions. And okay. then when I got out of school, I took the session that created the best story, yep. uh, which was a fiasco game using the Salem playset. Okay. And uh, we adapted it to a screenplay and then went and filmed it as a, as a movie. As and, 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 and the bar is that if you watch this film, that you would, you know, that it just looks like something – you know, uh, that, that you would see in a theater with, okay. with no, you know, you don't hear the dice rolling in the background. Right. Right. Especially <laughs> and, since it's a story game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's set, uh, the, the story was, uh, um, set in the Salem Witch Trials. It's, it's you know, totally fictional story because it was right. created by role players, but set in a historical setting. And then, and then all you did was just essentially flesh out a script from, yep. from, yep. from that story. Yep. And yeah. then hire actors and shoot it as a yep. film. Yeah, we hired professional actors. In yeah. fact, two of them are here: Trent Connor and uh, Trent Miller and Connor Marks. Excuse me. Excellent. And uh, who they're going to be at the uh, uh, tomorrow Friday night uh, at uh, 11 p.m. We're debuting and, it. And how um, how how, um, how long is the short film? It's a 30 minute. 30 minute film. Yeah, a long short. Oh, that's awesome. 
That's yeah. uh, thank you. Yeah, because yeah. Patrick Brady, who does the um, the fixes my audio for me, thank you, Patrick. Right. Uh, he is also a filmmaker, and yeah. uh, and I'm sure he would love to check that out. As are many of the listeners to the Dork Forest. Like a long Excellent. short. Yeah, a long, a short. long short. Well, most shorts are like ten. <laughs> Yeah, no, you can't call it a medium. <laughs> I'm working on a medium. Or, or a tall. Okay. <laughs> and what about, um, and, but people will be able to watch it online after Gen Con? Um, we're going to be, uh, sending it to festivals for the next year. We'll release okay. it to the general public. Uh, Is there a trailer? A, a, a year from now. At Peter At- Atkinson? Atkinson. Uh, uh we're not, com? we haven't released a trailer yet. No trailer yet? Yeah. Okay. Well. Soon. Soon. It'll keep posted, folks. Yeah. I'll link yeah. I'll link your website for sure. And I'll link okay. Gen Con's website. Thank you. And uh what about you, Jake? Should I should I link anything like your Twitter handle? Do you want Rangers of the Dork Forest to ask you about marketing? Sure. That sounds oh, really? like fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh good. Uh, I'll I'll invite myself to this nightmare. Why not? No. <laughs> right. You're like, I don't I don't know. What do you think? Then you should s- get a Facebook page. Smash cut to me selling knives door to door. Yeah. So this has been so fun, you guys. Uh, thank you for have, having us. I have I've learned a lot of fun for us too. Yeah, yeah, I have learned you. so much and uh I'm gonna go play a, a board game, I think. Please play it okay, Tabernacle. Yeah. Tabernacle. <laughs> Au revoir. <laughs> Take care of the water. Holy <laughs> My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?